welcome to Healthier Highway with Prime's Drive Health and Fitness, where a healthier driver is a happier and safer driver. Hey everyone, it's Colby with Prime's Drive Health and Fitness. Thanks for joining us today on the Healthier Highway podcast. Today I'm joined by Rachel, our dietitian. Rachel, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing, Colby? I'm doing great. We actually have a couple other guests with us. We have Mitch and Clayton from our marketing department. How's it going? What's going on? I feel everybody? healthier already. This yeah, is fantastic. Good. Yeah. Good. Well, I want to have you guys on here because we actually have uh, you guys do uh, our uh, what's it called? Our Prime Ways podcast. Oh, right? what's it called? There's so <laughs> many people that listen to that. I mean, you so, know, just jump on over to Prime Ways when you get a chance. We actually have Rachel and Colby jump in every once in a while. Actually, every episode. Um, I will say right now though, when Rachel is there, holy cow. The listenership goes through the roof. Yep. Colby, I mean, uh, you know, if the producer has that want, want, but <laughs> now, now's us. the time to do it. Sorry. Thanks for joining us on the Healthier Highway. No, uh, anyways, to a good point, Clayton. No, I think uh, it's what I really thought would be fun to have you guys on here because I know that she did one of the healthy tips on the Primeways was microbiome, probiotic, prebiotic. And now Mitch is an expert, so we're yeah. going to have him talk about the microbiome today. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would say expert is probably the right way to define what I am on this. Um, but you know what? Just out of respect, I think I'll let Rachel talk about it first. <laughs> Perfect. Smart. So let's, let's do that then. Let's uh, let's discuss for a second. I thought, like I said, having you guys would be fun just to you know, laugh. Laugh, maybe with, laugh there at you go. us I was going to say bit. add some normalcy to this, but, okay. uh, you know. Um, but, yeah, so Rachel, real quick, tell us, like, what is microbiome? What's, a, like, probiotic, prebiotic, like, why didn't why does it matter? Okay. So yeah, so your microbiome is like all of the cultures on your entire body. So you can have a lot of awesome health benefits from it. Um, and it, it, whenever it goes sideways, you definitely feel like the effects in your health in negative health. So um, like the microbiome is a good thing. We, I think we kind of have a negative thought about it. Like we think about germs, like they're icky yep. and yeah, not good, but they're actually a huge part of maintaining our immune system, of maintaining actually brain health. So whenever you have a good microbiome, you can avoid things like Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Um, you can avoid um, excess like stress and like anxiety or panic attacks. Um, and then another big part of it is like inflammatory diseases. So type 2 diabetes um, and heart disease are all um, like you can have you you have a lower risk whenever you have a good microbiome and you have a higher risk whenever it's out of whack. So. Yeah, I think that's important, like what you're saying, because you know that's where we talked about before. Like you said, the microbiome we look at like on the skin, right? Mm -hmm. So the and I was talking about this before that like you have good bacteria and bad bacteria, right? You need good bacteria to help fend off bad bacteria on your mm -hmm. skin, just like you do anywhere else. So like you're talking about it, it's it's amazing to hear you say those things because as we say a lot of things, like we want to try to live in the preventative world, right? Not mm -hmm. just always in the reactionary and. I hear you saying those things, and that seems to be as a, a common consensus there. It's like there's a lot of things we can do to minimize or decrease our chances for a lot of things, right? Yeah. So if you have, um, if you have ever taken an antibiotic in your life, then this episode could be helpful for you because any anyone who's taken an antibiotic, they've wiped that slate clean, and so what that means is all of the good and the bad bacteria are out of your system. So you're going to get opportunistic bad bacteria that just it's like a it's like a lawn that's just dirt, okay? And you want grass to grow. If you don't plant the grass seed, you're going to get a ton of weeds, right? Right. So that's what's going to happen in your intestines um and you know, in your GI tract, you're going to get all bad bacteria 
and then you're going to get those not so great effects. So you're going to have more inflammation going on. You're going to have more stress, anxiety, probably more brain fog um, because your gut is very much tied to your brain and there's a lot of signals that get sent back and forth. Um, and you'll probably have some weight control issues. So you tend to overeat whenever you have bad bacteria cultures going on because good bacteria is a huge part of appetite control. So it'll help send that signal to your brain to tell you whenever you're done eating. And it's really tied into the dopamine system. Are you guys familiar with that at all? Sure am. So, <laughs> yeah. What, yeah. so yeah. with the dopamine, like it's kind of like your... Well, what do you think of it? As well, thing? I think of it, as, you know, it's like this an excitement release. Yeah. Is that mm -hmm. right? Am yeah. I getting close? Yeah. It's like yeah. your, it's like your drive hormone. It's the okay. thing that like keep, like it's what gets you up in the morning. It's mm -hmm. like what makes you, like if you had something that tasted good, for example, like uh, you want to continue to have more of that mm -hmm. because you got dopamine release from that right. like good taste. Donuts. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, so then you have that dopamine release. Um, so the gut microbiome is very tied into that and it can help to kind of just modulate how much like dopamine is being sent to your brain and what's being registered there. Man. So my so, question I was going to ask, you were saying a second ago is like, if anybody's ever taken an antibiotic, you yeah. think about, and I think about this as doctors are like, Hey, you're, I'm going to take this antibiotic. And then they say, try to find a way to get some yogurt in your system or something. Yeah. Example of that is why, why would they say that? I would love for most people to go to a doctor who yeah. give you an antibiotic, but also give you say to eat a probiotic food. Oh, every time That's I've awesome. ever gotten one, I've always heard that. Or they say it like good. my son, like, well, hey, if he's on this antibiotic, make sure he gets some yogurt. Yeah, that's good. And you're saying a that's lot of people because... don't do that, but um, yes. Yeah, so that is, that's awesome because you. So the first step to getting a good microbiome is putting good cultures back in. So you could go outside and just put your hands and your feet in the dirt. <laughs> that's a great way that's to real? get. Yes. No. Yes. yes. I, I, that's why. So seriously, what kind of show is this? Amazing. <laughs> this is unbelievable. It's amazing. As there's it a is. lot. There's a lot to that. Like especially whenever you're a child. So if anyone has young kids out there, your microbiome is pretty much created by the time you're three years old. So the more often you can get them outside in the dirt, the better. Shoes off. You heard no that. gloves. Yeah. Don't kind of shower yeah. your children. If you have a garden. <laughs> oh no! That's <laughs> not what she said. No. No. So yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, I mean, you can definitely add in probiotic foods. Okay. That is the first step to, like, changing your diet in a way to get more good cultures. So, yeah, what do you guys think about probiotic foods? What are some things that – some probiotic foods that you enjoy? Mitch, go ahead. You haven't said anything. <laughs> I'm a big yogurt guy, like you said. So that's – Clayton? <laughs> <laughs> hey, how about, like – I mean, I'm not a big pickles Fan, like pickles, right? I mean, is pickles in there? I think it is. So if you get the type of pickle, pickle that's yeah. unpasteurized. Oh, okay. Yeah, that so not tough. the kind that's shelf-stable. That's tough. The okay. kind that you can find in the refrigerated section that says live cultures. So oh, okay. Let's play a game Or real quick. you can make your own pickles. You oh, just cut yeah. up cucumbers and... Because I like the, the spicy, counter. spicy pickles. Does that hurt you, though? Does that throw... If it's spicy? No. No, no that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, real quick. So, you know, you, you're talking about probiotic foods, but I know that uh, a lot of people take like supplemented probiotics. Is that, does that have the same effect or is that something totally different? So unfortunately it doesn't have the same effect. I, I don't think our like science is quite there yet on the probiotic supplements. Um, and you can actually have the reverse effect of what you want at times because you're getting like insanely massive amounts of one or two or three or maybe 10 different cultures, but it's like super concentrated 
cultures that can go in and actually knock off your own unique microbiome mm. structure in your gut. So it can actually knock things out of whack. Um, or on the other hand, you can just pay a lot of money for them and they won't do anything at all. So the what research has proven is that probiotic foods are the way to go. Like that's the way that you can actually change your microbiome and you will get the benefits. And one other thing too, we talked whenever um, I was saying like the weight control side of things, you can do a yogurt, for example, for six weeks, change nothing else in your lifestyle. Don't change your exercise, anything else in your diet and lose 4% of your body fat. And the majority of that body fat is the body fat that's around your organs. So that visceral Ooh. fat. So it's like kind of that abdominal area. Yeah, that's what I need. So I'm going to come back to the yogurt thing okay. in a second, but I want, let's play a game real fast. Let's say foods and you tell us if it's a probiotic or not. Okay. How about that? Steak. No. Beyond, I don't know. It's not. Okay. No. Kimchi. <laughs> yes. Cheese. Depends on the kind. If it's a live culture kind, um, yeah, if it's not pasteurized, then yeah. It's yes. in like cottage cheese that's yep. live culture. Got it. So pasteurized is not. Yeah, pasteurized, okay. everything's dead. Ramen noodles. No. With buffalo sauce. No. Whoa, but you could good. do, but you could cook ramen noodles in miso broth. Miso broth. So that was my next question. I knew you were going to. But what about traditional buttermilk? Yeah. No way. <laughs> See? Yes, I love You're that. getting healthy. See? I love it. <laughs> Clayton, when's the last time you drank traditional buttermilk? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's none of your business, but I've been wanting to. I've been thinking no, about it a lot. And, you know, and I was thinking if I do drink that, it's probably going to be bad for me, but forget it. I'm going to yeah. go get it out of the fridge tonight. I love it. So last Friday... Uh, shortly after the driver safety meeting. So we'll plug for that every Friday morning uh, in Springfield, Missouri, Salt Lake City, and Pennsylvania, we host the driver meeting. And Colby and Rachel get up there quite often and talk about uh, driver health and fitness and different um, tips on whether it's cooking in your truck or ways to stay active out on the road. But Rachel basically shoved a peanut butter ball <laughs> down my throat. So how about peanut butter? No, unfortunately, but it is a good trying to kill you, peanut. Peanuts do have um, a little bit of fiber, so that's a prebiotic. Prebiotic so it feeds the oh. good bacteria. Okay, there you go. So there you go. So then that, answer that real fast. So probiotic is what? So probiotic is a fermented food that has live cultures still in it. And then mm. a prebiotic is food for the probiotic. Yeah. So hmm. prebiotic is the food that feeds your good bacteria. So that's going to be um, all types of fiber. And then it's also going to be um, like omega-3 fats and um, kind of more of the, the – so that's the f type of fat that is like like salmon, tuna, um, flaxseed, chia seed, walnut type of thing. Okay. So, Those sound like fatty things. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so okay. the good bacteria feed off of a whole realm of fiber, but then also – um, the, those good fats. So, so on and, a serious note, let me interrupt you real quick. This morning I had Chobani Zero. Actually, I did have Chobani okay, Zero. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Which, we'll throw in Chobani there. We just won their Carrier of the Year award. No way. Yeah, baby. All That's you drivers awesome. out there, thank you so much for yeah. that. That was awesome. Good job. That's awesome. Um, but I did, I put these, um, you know, the, the nuts in the okay. yogurt. I mean, is that like too soon? That's what I'm getting at here. <laughs> yes. Is that even legal to eat like that? <laughs> yes, that's awesome. Okay. So that like, good for you. Okay. What kind of nuts did you do? I don't know. I they were they they did not have any sugar in them, no awesome. salt on them. Yeah. Um, it was like a mixed. 
Okay. Nuts. So maybe you got like maybe you got some walnuts. I in did there, get for some example. walnuts. In okay, there. so awesome. Yeah. So you had your your probiotic would have been in the zero sugar sure. yogurt that you got, which is great because um, things with a lot of excess sugar actually mm-hmm. feed the bad bacteria. Okay. So you got your good bacteria in the yogurt. And then you got your, um, like, let's say you did get walnuts in the, okay. in the nut mixture. So then you also got some prebiotic fiber and prebiotic fat. Sweet. So do that for six more weeks and you'll lose 4% of. <laughs> Doubt it. Cause I'll be throwing in donuts and everything else. I'll screw it up some way, but Boom. that sounds awesome. I'll just yeah. eat that forever. Ever. So something yeah. I've heard you talk about Rachel and, and I've never heard it from anybody else is getting colors Mm-hmm. in your diet and that's totally new to me because the only colors i got before were from skittles and stuff like that so <laughs> can you explain the idea behind that so the colors is we we're not super sure of all of how it works but we do know that bacteria like different phytochemicals from colors so they eat off of like phenolic compounds that are coming from the white of your onion or um, let's say like lycopene, which is the red color in tomatoes or watermelon or different things mm. that are red. So um, every single different color in the plant world will feed a different good bacteria. So the more colors you can get, the better your uh, microbiome is going to be because you're, you're feeding um, a wider variety. The things that like feed the bad bacteria that you just want to try to limit is like large amounts of saturated fat. So saturated fat is actually going to, in large amounts, it's going to increase the inflammation in your in your system um, because you're flourishing the bad bacteria. Inflammation is like the driver of all metabolic diseases. So it's the driver of all of your diabetes. It's the driver of Alzheimer's. It's the driver of heart disease and strokes. And um, just kind of like those diseases that, seem to be popping up earlier and earlier. Um, so you really want to reduce inflammation, which is one of the biggest benefits of having a good mi- microbiome. So what shouldn't we eat so, then? So there it, there's nothing like off the table, but sure. you probably want to limit fried foods. That's a mm. huge, that's a huge And this one. thing is over. Let's go <laughs> ahead and go to commercial. No, tell them how to combat it though, right? So we talk like, about, that's what I think is the best part that you do right. is if you eat this, Pair it with this. So right? yeah, if so. you have, if you're having like a super fatty cut of meat, for example, like processed meat or or fatty cut of steak or bacon or sausage, something fatty like that, then try to make sure you're getting a really good um, fiber source with it. So um, try to get your yogurt with you know with nuts and seeds on it uh, after you have that, for example. Or um, yeah, try to get a salad in with your with your steak. So the other thing I was going to talk about and have you have you talk about, I guess, and ask is like we're talking about the probiotic and yogurts. There are good ones and bad ones, though, right? Like the yeah. idea of we talk, I hear you talk to drivers a lot about like, hey, if you're getting a certain type of yogurt, maybe steer towards this direction, not this one. Right. Yeah. So, you just want to look on the label and see if it is like five grams or so um, of added sugar or less. If you're going much beyond that on the added sugars, which is on, on the back of your nutrition label, you're probably getting, you're, you're feeding a little bit of the bad cultures. So probably try to stay within that range. Um, Cause I yeah. can see that being from a lot of people, right? Like, man, that's, there's not a lot of volume to yogurt, but there can be a lot of calorie dense where like with a, if you don't get like the triple zero you're talking about or mm-hmm. the way goes those, where if you don't, if you get one that's like full of sugar and all that, I mean, that's, it can be enough calories in it. It's added where you're like, well, Rachel, you're asking me to add, 
300 calories. You know what I mean? Like, so you got to be really careful which ones you pick, right? Yeah. It, so, depending on what kind you pick, if it does have a lot of the added sugars, you probably aren't getting a net benefit. Net benefit. Remember that, Clayton. Okay. I've got to get it written down right benefit. here. Benefit. Mm-hmm. So, that's important. Mm-hmm. Anything on the limit list that you guys cheese? have issues with? I mean, like, tell me a little bit about cheese. Is it good, bad? So if you can find, um, like, harder cheeses that haven't been pasteurized okay. yet, those are those are awesome. Um, just cheese in general, like, most cheeses out there are pasteurized, so okay. they don't have the bacteria that they should have. Okay. So cheese is a fermented food, but the way that we make it here... Um, it's all the bacteria. When you has say here, off. like that, Springfield, Missouri, United States United. of America, or on Earth, <laughs> United States. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm from Mars originally. So I, I like, I've actually from. had a lot of people ask me that, like, "Where is she from?" <laughs> <laughs> and so there yeah. you go, yeah. Mars. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. welcome, everyone. Yeah. Well, some good so, cultures so, out there. So in those instances, like you're talking about, let's say Mitch is over there just dying. He's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't wait. What steps do I take to to actually?" create a good microbiome Mm. so action steps for good gut health is number one eat a probiotic food every day if you can um definitely reach out to myself or colby if you need more help on what probiotic foods are action step number two is try to get a diversity of fibers and get a diversity of colors as much as you can Action step number three is try to avoid doing excess saturated fats and processed meats and like fried foods and added sugars. So I'm not, I mean, I'm just going to be honest with you. Uh, I'm not a hundred percent committing to doing this, but I do have a question if I were to do this, which I hope I can, uh, is there some, some signs that should tell me that I'm, you know, really, um, feeding those positive cultures that you've been talking about? What, what should I feel so you should feel like improved digestion with meals, um, which like kind of goes a whole span too. like we're talking about like during the meal, after the meal. And then also like whenever you're have you're going to the bathroom. So to Mitch's question, though, he's asking like feedback. So I would knowing the fact that if it improves your digestion and stuff, will it in fact make you then hungrier? Because it's like, hey, you, you know, I probably get I want to eat more. You know what I mean? Because that's what I, I can see like a fear would be like, oh, great. My digestion's better. Therefore. I'm going to have to eat more Good point. So or want I, to eat more. When I no? say improves digestion, it will actually help your body to extract more nutrients from the food. Oh. Um, and your the good bacteria that you're putting in there can actually make a lot of vitamins for you. Hmm. So they actually like make more nutrients. So not like calories, more yeah, more on the nutrient side of things. Because you've talked about that, like digestion. And a lot of times when you add stuff like fiber into your diet, it helps break, like slow the process of digestion in a way that it actually stays in your system of breaking it down longer right Which, so therefore it's not just like storing it yeah it's getting and then down. the yes yeah, so yeah. then that helps you to like regulate how many calories you're taking in because your your digestion is at a more regular rate whenever you have fiber in there um Makes but sense. and one we talked a little bit a second ago about whenever you have um those good cultures going on they actually help out with your hunger hormones so they actually help you to feel more satisfied so Hunger, well, I guess you should say hunger and fullness hormones. Yeah, man, I love it. All right, I got another rookie level question for you. So I think you're the only person I've ever heard use the word bacteria in a positive way mm-hmm. as well. So are those bacteria that you're talking about, you talk about a positive and negative, are they truly different 
types of bacteria or mm-hmm. is it just an excess that makes it negative? Um, yeah, so you can actually have excess, like, good bacteria, too. It's all kind of a balancing act. Like, the bad bacteria is only bad when it's out of, um, when it's out of, like, its growth ranges. So, like, you don't want a ton of bad bacteria going on. But, I mean, there does seem to be a, a role for having some bad bacteria. Um, so the main, like, we do have two main good types of bacteria, um, but yeah, it's fostering those is kind of the way to go. But yeah, you're still going to have some bad ones in there too. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. Thank sure. you. Awesome. Well, anything else you want to leave? Basically, our daily steps, things like that, and everything you got? Anything I, else? Yeah, I think we did those action steps. Perfect. Um, but yeah, I think main takeaway is like, don't be afraid of bacteria. <laughs> There's good bacteria <laughs> there that we go. want to actually introduce, and mm-hmm. it will help you a lot. It's just not normal for us to think of it that way. Awesome. Love it. Thanks for joining us, guys. Hey, thanks for inviting <laughs> thank us. You guys. Yeah, it's been thank fun. You. Thank Absolutely. you very much. Thanks for listening to the Healthier Highway podcast. Make sure to tune in to our future episodes.